There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell me more. What celebrity memoir has not been written, but you need to have it written so you can read it? 651. 651- 641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Our friend Holly Roberts keeping us together on a Friday. And I'm just wondering, what celebrity memoir that has not been written do you need to have written A to the S to the A to the P so you can know the straight scoop on a whole bunch of stuff? Why are we asking? Thank you for asking. So I saw this headline about the Matthew Perry uh, autobiography, his memoir, Matthew Perry announces memoir, quote, it was time people heard from me. Now, he's written this autobiography. Mm-hmm. He's written this memoir. Eh? Uh, it's uh, his words are already out there. But what he said that I thought was so interesting was like, you know, people have been talking about this. So much has been written about me in the past. I thought it was time people heard it from me. And I recalled a conversation I had yesterday with Holly when we saw pictures of Surrey Cruz and Katie Holmes out in a boot. And um, Holly was like, I really look forward to reading Surrey Cruz's. Oh, for sure. And I was like, we need all the details. But somebody's going to not be on planet Earth when that happens. She ain't writing that while her father's still no, alive. No, he'll be with Xenu when she can Mostly write because that. there would be a cease and desist. Exactly. Mm. Uh, not so, because she has particular feelings for him, because, of course, she has little to no relationship, allegedly, supposedly, with her father. Right, because her mother, his mother, is a... Her, wait. An escaped... From yes, her clutch, exactly. his clutches. Words are hard. It's Friday. I know. 651-641-1071. What celebrity memoir A do you need to have written ASAP? Hannah is on the line. Let's go to Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hannah, what celebrity memoir do you need to read that has okay. not yet been written? I have two of them. One of them is written, but it's not come out yet. And it's by Julia Hart. She's from My Unorthodox Life on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, Don't know and her. And she escaped fundamentalism, uh, like Orthodox Jew life, um, and just how oppressed she was as a woman mm. in that community to going to becoming a CEO of her own company. Wow. It's just, oh. it's wild. Also, I just Googled this because I thought maybe she already had one, but Britney Spears does not have a memoir. Um, yeah, you're absolutely accurate. right. She, and according to an article on January 11th, she's hinting at writing one. Her mom has written one about her and her sisters, and her sister has obviously written one. So I think it's time to hear from Brittany. Yeah. Anna, we are with you on that. I, High five. And I'm fine waiting a while till she gets comfortable, right? Like, I need her to, like, settle. Yes. You know, like, her oh, life to be a little more... 
Like, I just want her to reflect some more on the recent events before she puts pen to page. Otherwise, I think it's going to be one run-on sentence. A lot more things could happen in in between that, too. You're absolutely right. Yeah, Hannah, thank you. Thanks, Hannah. She's a little too in her feelings right now. Also, I kind of don't want... Sam Asgari to go anywhere near a book because I feel like I it would quickly turn into the Sam Asgari show. I think we're more likely to get a Sam Asgari memoir than we are a Britney memoir. Accurate. Accurate. Written by a ghostwriter. Just I feel like most celebrities are doing the ghostwriter thing these right. days anyway. 651-641-1071. What celebrity memoir that has not yet been written, to your knowledge, do you need to get your hands on? Do you need to read do you have any thoughts, Bradley? Oh, absolutely. John Travolta. Thank you. Oh, yes, please. But again, but it, will never, the truth. it will never happen because he's not in a place to tell the God's honest truth. Mm-hmm. I think that. That's my own judgment. He can call me and, and set, uh, the, record set the, the record straight. But um, just because I feel like he has been eyewitness to some stuff. Right. And I would like to hear it in his own words. I just, I'm, you know, the thing I keep on trying to think of, like, especially the Scientology. Where, what are the celebrity stories where we have said, what's happening there? Kardashians. Right. I feel like Wendy, I know Wendy Williams has done like a biopic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I want to hear the real story about what we don't know. The fraught nature of this premise, I think, is we want it is that, um, that we want them to be honest yeah. and it's hard and it's not just celebrities having a hard time it's almost impossible right because you don't have distance from yourself right so i but you know that said what i think makes a great celebrity memoir is the ability to tell a great story even if it's not always the god's honest truth and i look need look no further than one of my favorite of all time which is debbie reynolds um who is just such a wonderful writer in the ability to bring you to a place and tell a story even if it's not like the most eye-opening or right. like like first-hand account or I should say, like, clear-eyed account. Right. Yeah. I, I also like a good memoir that tells tales on other people mm. that you've been wanting Juicy to hear. Juicy gossip, sure. Right? So, like, any kind of... I mean, listen, I would have loved a Betty White memoir, but, you know, that she, time has passed. You know, she wrote a book. It, I don't know if you would call it a memoir. It was written... I know she's written, actually, several books. But I'm trying to remember there was one that's kind of memoir-y. Um, but I, I think just want she the wrote dirt, a- man. Yeah, she has a book called If You Ask Me. But if I remember correctly, she was really like, you're not going to find anything juicy in this book because that's not me. No. She just juicy. Yeah, gives her I candid agree. takes on things. Funny, sweet, and straight to the point. Which is I what love, and that's her. But I want, this, I want yeah. the story. Well, Holly, still leads into her per, uh, celebrity persona, right? True. Yeah. Yeah. You'd true, probably true. learn something. Right. Uh, um, Holly, is there, a, is there a celebrity memoire that you would like to read? Well, allegedly, supposedly, yeah. Cher is working on her memoir. Read that, for that, for sure. And I feel like Cher, among celebrities would be willing to get candid in a way that most other celebrities would yeah. not. Now, right. one concern. What? Yes, please. Do you follow her on Twitter? Yeah, it's a little all over the, yeah. It'll be the whole <laughs> I thing. I just hope there's a good letters. editor, is all right? I'm saying. I think she would probably be working with the best. <laughs> right. Okay, here's another... I, I, no, she already did one. Ooh. I just haven't read it. And I want, I want dirt. Barbara Walters. Oh, sure. She did write a memoir, though. She has a, a fascinating life, too. Right. Like, her father was a fascinating human figure. 
Yeah, I I feel like, you know, when I'm thinking about it, the more I think about it, the more I want to hear from somebody who's had a lot of contact with a lot of people in a lot of places and is ready to spill the straight scoop on that. I also want to hear, I don't know if he's written a memoir. I know there's John been Tesh. a... <laughs> what? Just kidding. I know that there's oh been a God. big biography on him. But Why more... John Tesh? No, I just made that up. Oh. I was just being dumb. You want to hear John Tesh's journey from no. Entertainment Tonight? And you can turn on the radio in like Florida, where my mom lives, because he's on the radio every day. That's true. No, Holly, uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted with uh, my dumb joke. Who no, did you want? That, that was a good one. <laughs> I think that there's a biography of him that came out a couple of years ago, but I want his autobiography, and it would be Warren Beatty. Oh, oh yeah. Because if you're talking about somebody who has been through Hollywood, yeah. they have seen it and they have done it. Both literally and figuratively. Yeah, right. Yeah, you almost and them. You almost want somebody, you know, almost like a. Um, who am I thinking of? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, not Tom Selleck. Who was with Sally Field? Oh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. No, well, we're not going to get that. No, I. I understand you guys. I know that he's no longer with us. I'm saying you want somebody right. like that who occupied a very specific, to your point, Holly, right. who occupied a, uh, occupied a very specific space in Hollywood, who actually was able to, to like connect with lots of different people. And you just know had stories mm-hmm. that he was privy to that not very many people did because of the, yes. the kinds of circles that he was a part of. Yeah. These are the stories we want to hear. Get moving, somebody. All right, when we come back on the people, I'm talking about the celebrities, (laughs) righteous stories. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you know what? I'm excited to have this conversation this week. I'm always excited to talk to our friend Paul McGuire Grimes, but from Paul's trip to the movies, we're talking Oscars. He's got his initial Oscar reactions. He's got uh, the things that we absolutely should watch before the Oscars air. We'll talk to Paul after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh, our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies joins us each and every Friday at this time on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindsay. That's Bradley Trainer and Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies. What a great week to talk to you because now we've got those Oscar nominations. Uh, yeah, we do. Here, here. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Hello, great. How are you guys? Fabulous. Great. Where do you want to start? Uh, before we talk about the Oscars, I just want to tell you that "Marry Me" isn't actually too bad. It's oh. kind of fun, and yeah. it's about a relationship. Oh, you know we have to. So there you go. We have to give Jennifer Lopez a hard time because of the publicationship. But you know, I I'm know. glad you actually brought some, uh, you know, balance to our yes. to our arched Absolutely. eyebrows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, you know us well, Paul. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about those Oscar nominations. The big movie nominated this year is The Power of the Dog from Jane Campion. Nominated for 12 Oscars, it really led the pack this year. You're seeing nominations for Best Picture, Best Director. All four of its lead actors, Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, Jesse Plemons, Cody Smith-McPhee, also earned nominations. This is now streaming on Netflix. So if you're looking for easy accessibility, watch this one, and you're really going to see something brand new from Benedict Cumberbatch that you've never seen before. Okay, so can I ask a question that maybe you know the answer to? Like, yeah. why had I not heard about this movie? Like, I didn't even know it existed until the Oscar <laughs> nominations. Well, you know, it's not, it's, you know, it's Netflix. So depending on if you were looking for something really like 
artsy, okay. different, so a no. think piece. You, so there you go. <laughs> it didn't get like, I really loved it. I think it's a phenomenal movie. It like, it goes to some really interesting and dark places. So it's not one that like got a lot of like public buzz, like don't look up, you know, a lot of people right. talking about don't look up. I think that's where a lot of Netflix's word of mouth went to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I think that this has a real good sh- chance at winning Best Picture okay. and Best Director for Jane Campion. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about the best actresses. Ooh, okay. There's some big buzz here with this one. We talked about this a little bit this week. Kristen Dun- Kirsten Dunst in, or no, wrong one. Kristen Stewart in for Spencer. Oh, she did yes. not get a SAG nomination. And a lot of people thought, oh, there goes her Oscar chance. No, she got the nomination. Who did not get a nomination? Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Ooh. Or Jennifer Hudson. Or Ooh. Alana Heim. Or a lot Leah of Jones. people were bummed about that, I know. Yeah. Especially I mean, Jennifer she, Hudson. She, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Hudson was great in Respect. If you just want to see a good movie and learn more about Aretha Franklin, go watch Respect. Mm-hmm. Now I believe it's on Amazon Prime. But Gaga did the campaign trail. She did the interview. She <laughs> talked about There was about a trail, all right. There <laughs> <laughs> And she's literally been nominated for every other award ceremony up until this point. So a lot of people thought she would get it. She did not. But Kristen Stewart got in. So I think it's really going to come down to Kristen Stewart, Nicole Kidman. There's a lot of us for Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos. Mm. Or maybe Jessica Chastain for uh, the eyes of Tammy Faye. I think you're really going to see it come down to these three women who played very famous, talked about women, you know. I would not be bummed if Jessica Chastain uh, or Nicole Kidman won. Agreed. Can I just I take mean, a phenomenal performance? Can, we, can yeah. I just take for a side a quick side jaunt? Did you guys see Kurt Keith Urban's like congratulatory uh, social media post about? Mm-mm. Okay, it was all about them. like I, you know, like uh, he inserted himself into it essentially, oh, sure. and then oh. the picture that accompanied it was, and here's a picture of you talking to me on set, and I was oh, like, God. okay. No, you're doing it wrong. She, Nicole Kidman was on a view the other day. I love Nicole Kidman. She can do no wrong in my book. She um, was talking about how when she was working on the movie, she would frequently rehearse and like do her lines and get her character down in front of Keith, in front of her daughters, and like seek their approval. And right. I was like, Does her daughter know a lot about Lucia Ball? I know, right? Or Keith but, Urban, for that matter. But when you think about it, she really had to perfect two characters because she Absolutely. had to perfect Lucille Ball, and then she had to perfect Lucy Arnaz. And I think she did a good job with both. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. 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 I think, I I mean, I think her acting came through in a way that her impersonation didn't need to. And so, you know, like in the, you know, the like grape stomping scene, she, you know, she was able to pull it off, but like her acting was so Mm -hmm. strong Like you just, that, that to me is the sign of great acting, right? Is like, it melts away the impression such that you're not going, wait, that's not what I remember, you know, her sounding like. Which is not an easy thing to do. I mean, I could not do anything, you know, like that. And and most actors, I bet, can't. Right. Paul, let's talk about the famous thing that we hate to talk about on our show, snubs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) we talked about um, Lady Gaga. Uh Her co-star, Jared Leto. Now, I don't know if I would call this, well, a lot of people call this a snub. Jared Leto thought to be getting a Best Supporting Actor nomination for his role in House of Gucci. 
House of Gucci was basically kind of shut out of the Oscars outside of like a best makeup uh, nomination. But a lot of people thought he'd be nominated. I actually think he's terrible in House of Gucci. Oh, he's, have, you, have any of you have the three of you oh, seen House I, of Gucci? I, it's like on my list, but it's like low. And I was going to ask you, do you, you know, everybody said this was snobbed. You know, I I don't listen to people, you know, in that particular conversation usually. But as somebody who, you know, has their finger on the pulse and their ear to the whatever, did you feel like the film was snubbed uh, legitimately? I don't feel... No, I actually didn't care for the movie at all. I thought, I mean, I could make a case for Lady Gaga getting the nomination, but I would have been, I would have, like... I would have rolled my eyes if Jared Leto got one because he's so over the top, mm. so cartoonish, so clowny in House of Gucci. Like that's not really acting, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. So in his, so in the Best Supporting Actor, you know, who we did see get a nomination was J.K. Simmons for um, being the Ricardos. Jesse Plemons got one for The Power of the Dog over people like Bradley. A lot of people thought Bradley Cooper would get one for Licorice Pizza or Ben Affleck. He really made the rounds for the Tender Bar as well. And, you know, we've got two couples nominated this year. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. heard about that. Mm-hmm. But Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons, they're together. And then Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz, they both got nominations as well. Did she get nominated for, like, that Pedro Almodovar film? Yes. Okay. Oh, Parallel Mothers. I haven't seen Brother, it yet. you will love it. Oh, you Cannot wait. To. It's really great. And she's so good in it. Okay, Paul, uh, let's talk Encanto for a moment. I do love that yes. movie. Okay. You know, this is now streaming on Disney+. Plus, and here's the thing. Everybody's talking about We Don't Talk About Bruno, the big hit song from Encanto but... on the Billboard charts. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, that's going to get the nomination. It did not. A different song, Dos Orguitas, got the nomination. And why? It's because Disney did not submit We Don't Talk <gasps> About Bruno for consideration. Oh, that's interesting. Disney had to submit all of their nominations way before Encanto even came out. Mm. So they kind of put all their chips behind this other song. But they're kicking themselves now. Yeah, no Bruno. kidding. Yes, they, because it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. He it's probably literally... could have won the Oscar and gotten his EGOT. Right. If, that other, if oh, Bruno would have gotten it. But oh. I think Beyonce may win this year and get a t- an Oscar. Okay, so it might not be a big deal. I will just say Disney has a habit of thinking something is going to be popular and being completely wrong Mm. when it comes to their movies. They do it with characters. Apparently they do it with the songs. (laughs) Whatever. Paul McGuire Grimes. Paul's trip to the movies. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Paul. Are you on Twin Cities Live today? Yes, we're going to go even deeper on this as well. Fabulous. Okay, catch Paul McGuire Grimes on Twin Cities Live. Catch him here again next Friday when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid. Idiots. After this on My Talk 107.1 doing dumb things we do love to tell you about them on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer well, hello there and uh we do have a name for those uh dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots well then i guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot yeah! colleen and bradley present csi it stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places like... Oh, my God! Chicago, please tell me you've heard about this story. If you haven't, your life will be changed forever. Okay, I don't know. Um... So there is a woman in Chicago, and this all has to do with a game that I know you found particularly fascinating. It's called Wordle. I love Wordle. Turns out Wordle saved an 80-year-old woman's life. What? 
And I, I, I just wanted to talk about this story. It is crazy, stupid idiot, but it's also terrifying. But also, it's just fascinating. And Wordle saved her life. So, go with me. I'm with you. A man, a naked man, crept in to an 80-year-old Chicago woman's bed. Ew, no. While she was sleeping. No, thank you. And held her hostage for 17 no. hours. Now, she was physically what? okay. So, just know that she's physically fine. Like, mentally psychologically she's probably gonna Uh, have to do some therapy yeah but when i tell you that wordle saved her life you're gonna have a lot of questions i mean how could but go how could that like viral online game have saved this 80 year old woman's life well if you don't know the answer it all started when she fell asleep on saturday and a guy who had some issues broke into her home and the intruder broke through a window, got oh in, like just terrifying. He holds her hostage. At one point, her daughter, um, like, I just can't believe this would happen because I just think about all the people I'd be like, I don't know, how would you ever do this? Her daughter, who lives in Seattle, noticed that her mom had not texted her about. Wordle, because she had been in the habit of texting her about her Wordle score every day. Well, she didn't do that this particular day. Quote, I didn't send my older daughter a Wordle in the morning, and that was disconcerting to her. So the daughter then called police. I mean, think about this. Would you would your first thing be like, I'm going to call police? No, I'd be like, well, I guess mom just wasn't on the the Wordle stick today. Right. Like I would try calling her. She was being held hostage for 17 hours. So police police responded to uh, her call and a SWAT team, a SWAT team uh, was was dispatched, was able to overpower the guy holding her hostage after an hours long standoff. No, um, I never thought in a million years that this would be happening. She said the guy was charged and he's being, you know, like, the, again, she's fine. But it's all because she was in the habit of sending her daughter oh the Wordle gosh. every morning that saved her life. Wordle. Oh is my a gosh! I bet there's so much more to that story. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A lot of which we don't Oof. probably want to know. No, but, I yeah. and I don't. But wow, isn't that fascinating? That is fascinating, and that's amazing that that daughter. Yes, her daughter gut. of the year. Yes. Oof. I would have just been like, my mom must have been tired. I'll catch her tomorrow. Right. Oof. No, call your mom. You guys, call your mom. I Make don't sure really she's okay. Quite know how to follow that, but I will. Um. That was where? Chicago. Chicago. Oh my gosh. I, I'm like stunned by that story. I can't believe I, Whatever. <laughs> I'm surprised you hadn't heard it because uh, I know you love the Wordle. I love me some Wordle. Uh, okay. Um, I love it even more now. It saved a life. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Okay. Now we're going to Toronto. Toronto. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but in Toronto, if you're 19 years of age, you are of legal age to imbibe. I do know this because we went to Winnipeg when I was 19 years old to imbibe. To imbibe. So this 19-year-old gal was driving around, and uh, she was driving erratically. It was about 2.30 in the morning, and the Toronto police were like, wee-oo, 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 and they pulled her over. And they were like, ma'am, we need your driver's license. And she was like, just a second, I know it's in here. Put it in here. Don't worry about it. And she was rifling around in her wallet, and then she was like, oh, this is it. Here it is. And she handed it over. Mm-hmm. 
It wasn't her driver's license. No. What was it? And I get it, right? Because like sometimes you carry a lot of crap in your wallet, but I think you look pretty closely and you know if it's your driver's license. This gal didn't. It was actually a gift card to a nearby liquor store that she had furnished for the authorities. I would have said thank you, Mm -hmm. and I'll still need your license. They were like, okay, is there anything left on this card? Because it looks like you might have already spent it. Right. Looks like you're it's in you. Also, could you hand your uh, wrists over? Because we're going to cuff them. Yeah. And I bet she was uh, arrested, huh? She was. Um, she was charged with impaired driving, and she's due in court later this month. Hopefully, she's able to locate her driver's license. Yeah, probably not the first person. Yeah, it's also been suspended for the next 90 days. Her oh. car is in the impound lot. I do think they did give her the gift card back. So, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, she needed it. She might be. She might have a reason to have a cocktail or two now true. that she's not going anywhere true. for a while. It's safer that way. That's true. Mm-hmm. You can do it from the comfort of your very own home, or just call an Uber. Yeah, man. Do they have Uber in Canada? I think so. Is it called Uber? Uber. <laughs> Uber A. 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 Okay, Bradley, where are we going next? Um, so we were in Toronto, but now we're going to go all the way south back to our favorite state of crazy stupid idiots. Florida! Florida! And um, I want to tell you about an unruly Florida man. Uh, it's described so many people who live in that state, but we're going to talk about specifically one guy, Eugene Bingham, or Bingham, probably, who's 59 years young, and, well, you know, he was intoxicated Monday evening mm. and became disruptive at two bars in Naples. I should ask my mom if she saw this guy. Oh, of course, yeah. my mom is not probably handing, ha- hanging out in bars. At uh, in Naples, I'm, I am gonna after this story, Ocean's Prime. My mother was literally just there the other day, so I'm gonna Stop ask it. her about this guy. Ocean's Prime, they have great steak. Anyway, uh, okay, more on that later. I really hope that she knows this story. Well, this let me look and do see I? when this. Do I hope she knows this story? Um, this actually would be fine. This okay. is not nobody's being held hostage for 17 hours in this story. Okay. So remember, he's he's intoxicated and mm-hmm. disruptive, and that that's no fun for anyone. Um, he then began to yell at other patient uh, patrons, rather, and then quote got up on stage while a live performance was going on and did some stuff. <gasps> now all of that is stupid, wow, and dumb, but it's it's um, who he was pretending to be mm. in that moment that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Although. There will be a punchline, so uh, stay close, um, because I, I'm not entirely unconvinced that he wasn't onto something. Um, so again, it's who he was telling people he was. he was. He was not saying, I'm Eugene Bingham. He was saying, I'm somebody else. Uh, Prince Charles? No. Okay. P- uh, besides Prince Charles is in quarantine right now. Oh, that's true. And he was around and the they corner, so I'm really concerned. Don't, I didn't want to talk about that. Okay. He said it's, he was Chuck Norris. You know, you're getting warmer. Not really. He said he was Mick Jagger, <gasps> the 78-year-old grandfather and lead singer of the Rolling Stones. Okay, but I do have a question. And one of the Glimmer twins. I don't know what that means. That's Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Yes, oh, okay. they, that's their nickname. Yeah, that's I what they call, that. yeah. Um, Here's my question. Yeah. Did he have the moves like Jagger? Well, you know, it's funny that you should uh, say that, because I think you're referring to uh, a song lyric, right? Mm-hmm. But now, remember I said there was a punchline. I'd like you to open up the article, please. Okay. 
wherein a phony Mick Jagger is facing real charges. I mean, like, he's not. There's a whiff of Jagger. I mean, uh, Mick Jagger after a bender with a little bit of um, that other guy. What's his name? I'm seeing that one guy. Which guy? Which guy? Mm. Nick Nolte? Yes. Very Nick Nolte. Right, so, so like it's Nick Jagger, and maybe, is what you're saying. maybe a little bit of Chuck Norris too. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's got the mustache oh, and kind gosh. of the, the the grizzled look. So this 59 year old guy was claiming to be Mick Jagger. People were not buying it, however, as you can Oof. imagine, because they weren't all drunk. Right. Um, so right. He, that helps, though. He was arrested and uh, did some other stuff. Was yelling Oof. at some people Oof. and had previously been convicted of trying to break into a marked police car parked right. outside of Perkins. Great. Which I didn't know they had Perkins. Maybe I did know that in in uh, Naples. But anyway, he was arrested and not Mick Jagger. Mm. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Not <laughs> actually Mick Jagger. Not, but I was like, if I again? squinted and was drunk, I might think that that could be like a Mick Jagger lookalike. Yeah, I mean, again, you'd have to be as intoxicated as he I was. Mean, I have been in my life. True. I will just say I've True. thought famous people were, or not famous people were famous, I'm sure, at some point. Um, can I add just a really quick surprise, crazy, stupid idiot in here? Yeah. It's not really... But I just learned something that I can't not share with you guys. Um, I want you there's a there's a video link I just put up on the grid and it's going to start at the very part I want you to look at. This is from an old MTV Cribs um, tour of Jojo Siwa's house. Okay, what are you looking at right now? Lots of rainbows. No. The toilet with her face all... She has a <laughs> toilet in her house that has her face oh my all God. over it. JoJo toilet. When she goes potty, she sits on her own How the heck did you just face. find this? I don't know. I don't quite remember how the it algorithm? arrived at me. I don't know. This is okay. your algorithm, Colleen? Apparently. Apparently we're all now being trolled by Colleen's algorithm. JoJo Siwa. And now we live in a world where JoJo Siwa actually has a toilet oh, well we can all aim so high i mean good on her well, you, probably you'd a, be aiming if you were but not so high it's yeah, probably a tax write-off for her I mean, you're right what, because you use it for your business yeah it's branded that's man. a business expense <laughs> yeah it is yeah nice try yeah. getting that by yeah. the irs i mean you're it's all about it's a brand of something but it ain't <laughs> it ain't for business uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback. Why? After this on My Talk 1071.